Alright, welcome to another Indecorous Podcast. Purveyors of fat, farce, and fucked up history join in this futile quest for knowledge. Have a laugh, learn a fact, and try out all our super safe and decorous life hacks. As always, we have Carlos. Yep. Bobby. Yo. And today our special guests are comedic power couple Kaylee Cutright and Ramon Perez. Power couple, I like Hello. that. Hello. Is everybody ready to jump right in? I'm going to say uh, Ramon's wearing a hat. I did it in your honor. <laughs> Thank so. you. It's very intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, notice I'm sitting like three feet away. Yeah. That brim will just... <laughs> and apparently Kaylee didn't get the memo we want our guests to wear ties now. <laughs> but that's fine. Sure, but I thought you said tits. I almost left them at home. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. She thought no, it was a typo. I guess, yeah, we will do one or the other. So Ramon's got ties the tie, Kaylee's got tits the tits. Tits and ties. I think we're good. I think we're good. All right, our lead topic this week, just in case you forgot how fucked up the world could be. On this show, we already did a story about tweakers who let their grandma die in a fire so they could save the myth. Hashtag priorities. As amazing as it was, that was not the pinnacle of our house fire related stories. Today, we might just have that one beat. We're going to talk about a new fire every week. Every fire. That's, <laughs> the, that's our new topic. The fire yeah. segment. We're going to take a swing at that and see if we can top that. Bobby's got the headline here to lead us off. A uh, North Korean mother faces jail time for saving children instead of Kim family portraits from a house fire. Well, I mean, Kim Kardashian is an important person. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see anything wrong with this. She worked on criminal justice reform. But yeah, that's right. She's our Martin Luther King Jr. of our age. The millennial Martin Luther King Jr. Are they going to make her hang those pictures in her jail cell? Like, just charred pictures of... I think they're going to execute her with them. <laughs> yeah, the, sh- the yeah, shards. Choke on them, yeah. I guess this is a, a law in... I, am, I mean, it's, it sounds ridiculous, but I'm sure it probably is. Like, every household in North Korea has to have a portrait oh, of yeah, the yeah, Kim yeah. family. Yeah. I, I just picture, like, every house in North Korea, instead of those Save My Cat and Dog stickers people will put on the front window, it gives you the locations of all the Kim Jong-un portraits. Yeah. <laughs> At all times. I wonder if there's somebody that, like, walks through the town or whatever, comes in and makes sure he's got a little checklist. He's like, all right, you've got Un, you've got Il-sung, and nope, oh, you're good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Next yeah. house. I was like, how about food? Nah, no, nah, we don't care about that. <laughs> yeah. It's a North Korean law dictates that all citizens display portraits of the two deceased rulers of the country in their homes. The mandate is taken quite seriously, and inspectors often barge into people's homes at odd hours <sighs> to confirm the portraits are properly displayed. Yeah, probably you know how it is. Like we tell jokes, and then it's just the reality of life in North <laughs> Korea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like we, we're not making it weird enough. I'm not putting them in a fucking frame. If They're going with <laughs> thumbtack on the wall. If it's like above the toilet, is that improperly displayed, or does it have to be like the centerpiece of your living room? I <laughs> wonder if it has to be like a printed one, because you know they have those digital oh, frame yeah. things now. And it just like rotates the. Yeah. I, I just have like etch sketches. Yeah, of yeah. them or all over the house. It's like I don't have the portraits, but my screensaver is all the faces of King Jung. Look, he's got a Snapchat filter on. Yeah. <laughs> you have so to do got, a year of hard labor because it was like a little crooked. They got some rules about you can't have That's pictures insane. of your kids that are larger than the pictures of the Kims. And you can't have more festive expressions on your faces than the semi-festive expression. <laughs> so you can't Kim's. have any festive expression on your face. You can be merry, but just not more merry than they are. Yeah, so. not joyful. Merry is okay. Joyful, no good. But have you line, seen pictures of them? <laughs> you can have no joy on yeah, your face. Yeah, I've never all. seen One a One tick above resting bitch face. That's exactly, about what yeah. you can do. Yeah, but they also literally tell these people that this guy doesn't take a shit. Yeah. He doesn't god. have to. He's perfect. He's a god. He's, he's magic. Right. I wonder what they would say food. if you like display your Bible higher than those pictures. Yeah. 
Well, would be improper. They wouldn't say much. They'd probably do a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll let Kaylee take us on this next one here. All right. In North Korea, those who save portraits of the Kim family from fires are commonly hailed as heroes. Some who have died <laughs> saving the portraits have even been memorialized in popular North Korean songs. The dream. Oh, that's where those. All oh those my songs God! Came they're from? just setting fires. It's like a test. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like um, you ever see something so? It's like not funny to the point of being hilarious. <laughs> the shortcut to fame, right? Burn yeah. your own house down just so you can be more realized and immortalized in a song. And you guys know I had to get the sauce on that, right? Oh my goodness! <laughs> Is this how that song Firestarter was? Uh, <laughs> Save a picture from a burning house. Is that why oh K-pop is so popular? Like it's just you have good to. by contrast. You have to. You have to. Like it. Yeah. If I heard this, I might run back into the house that's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> What's the fucking point? I don't know. You guys are this, this, this song yeah. is fire. As far as I'm <laughs> so in K-pop wow. is mandatory. You must like it. <laughs> Or you'll get shot if you don't have the right level of enthusiasm in the crowd. The backdrop, too, is like tanks and shit. Yeah. It's like, all military it's like a USO show. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. And I, I'm, I'm well, only assuming that song letters, was about... Yeah, right. I, I could be way off here, but I'm only assuming that that song was about memorializing people that died in fire, saving the, the pictures of the Kim. I don't speak North Korean. I, I just picture door opens up and the person just barely makes it out. And they're like, oh, with their last breath, they drop the pictures. The pictures. like, <laughs> yes! Yes! No, they you. drop the picture, they're going to get executed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't drop the picture. Yeah, I was about it's to good say. They're dead. We'd have they cut just their kick him off. back into the fire <laughs> to pay for his crimes. Like Even they, if they save him perfectly, they still kick him back in the yeah, fire. Yeah, he dropped him. That's well, disrespectful. There's a hero right there. Get him there. <laughs> I'll let Ramon take us home on this last one here. Our hero in this story, the mother, has been begging for money to buy antibiotics and topical lotions to treat her burn victim children. But her neighbors fear that the government will charge them with political crimes if they give her money. As someone who did not save the Kim family paintings, she is viewed as an untouchable by society. What a bitch. What about her kids? They're probably like, that could have been the Kim pictures, but it's you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the thing is, like, she saved their kids, but basically ruined their lives. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. They're just going to be. I was wondering if they were like, presenting her a little bit. Like, what, thanks, no? mom. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is so much better than being dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've surprised. got to live without we those pictures heroes. now. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? But I bet they're not more? looking as joyful as he is, so that's <laughs> that's good. It's Thank a, God. It does seem though, like living in North Korea sucks so hard that you'd almost welcome dying in a fire. Like, it, <laughs> like you'd be like, yeah, this is pretty good. You know what I mean? Uh, and I don't have to look at this fucking picture anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to yeah, look like, at these pictures while you're burning to death. You're like, this is the best smelling food I've ever smelled. This is, yeah, you know, it's pretty bad. Where like, amazing. like if you live in North Korea, you might one day dream of living in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> As a woman, too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so sticking with our Asian topics of the week, over in Japan, they have a sex recession on their hands that is threatening their entire population. Global trend. Around the world, young people are having less sex than previous generations. At the forefront of the so-called global sex recession is Japan, which has one of the lowest fertility rates on Earth. As Lucy Craft reports, Japan may be a cautionary tale for the U.S. and other industrialized countries. Meet Shota Suzuki, who works as a building custodian. After work, he likes to hang out in an area known for anime and manga. 
28 years old, Suzuki said he has never had a romantic relationship. No. Well, you're telling me janitors are just crushing it with the ladies? They, they're like a janitor at Comic-Con's not having sex. Jesus. Suzuki is far from unusual. It's not difficult to find other young adults, like 27-year-old Kakeru Nakamura, who are surprisingly candid about their sexual inexperience. My parents want me to hurry up and get married, he said. I tell them I'm too busy. Kind of seems like they're profiling people. They're picking certain ones. Like, you're not having sex, are you? <laughs> well, obviously, no, I'm not. You look like a virgin. Japanese men in their 30s is still a virgin. That puts Japan's virginity rate well ahead of that of other industrialized nations. Usually, That's shocking, right? I mean, they yeah, but I still don't see what the downside is of any of this. Like, <laughs> it's going to be less people. Just less of those people. Well, no, I don't mean Jap- I don't mean Japanese people. Oh my yes. god! The ones that are virgins canceled. Yeah. canceled. <laughs> I, I mean, it's definitely got nothing to do with cost of living and raising a child. Yeah, right. <laughs> totally unrelated. Zero. Yeah. So what? More people are coming to their senses and being like, maybe I don't want to bring a full family into this studio apartment in Tokyo. I could sit here and play video games and watch movies, and nobody says anything to me. Or I could chase around a child and, and get have nagged. Somebody nagged. You're a father. You can't talk like that. <laughs> oh, that's how he knows. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Hindsight's 2020. I could be sitting on my floor naked playing a video game. He's got firsthand mm-hmm. neglect experience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's because of all those kids. He has to do podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> all the money I'm getting from podcasts yeah. is paying for their food. So the Japanese have a fun term for this. The people that are habitually unfuckable, they're called herbivore men. So that's the term they use for all these people that are like perpetual bachelors. And what? just herbivore man because they don't need pussy or something. Well, so the I guess the, the ladies that like the different kind of men are meat eaters. I don't know. I, I don't I like don't, this whole thing. Yeah, it's kind of a strange herbivore man. Like, like in the US, vegetables. We we have a term called soy boys for kind of like the really soft feminine guys that just don't get any. You know, so in uh, in Japan they take it up a notch and call them herbivore men. Well, Kaylee oh. knows all about soy boys. Yeah. <laughs> tell us about soy boys. Yeah, tell us what's a soy boy. I, so you read my email. Okay, that's cool. You're going through my shit again. All right, all right. I don't understand. So how is that equated with their they're eating? Oh, I guess that makes sense. If they're eating a salad, yeah. they're probably not willing to eat no, much No else. testosterone. They're the okay. beta mills. They're the cucks. I don't really. Okay. I mean, I guess. I really did think it's like, if you were to tell us like, oh, is herbivore a, is a term for something sexual, I'd be like, oh, you just, you like fucking vegetables, right? You know, like. Not, oh, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like or paralyzed people that can't or move. Or if you're a herbivore man, <laughs> would you be fucking an animal that only eats plants? I don't know. Why See, now you're animal? taking it to the next level. Now yeah. it's getting this like Christopher Nolan or like type. you're only into vegetarians, I guess. I think there's a I, Venus flytrap joke in there somewhere. Man. I think we're going to have to cut this whole segment. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said those. Are we supposed now, to be more impacted by this? People. Is it bad that we're not as bothered by this? Versions. Or should we be as bothered by this? Is I still don't see how. I mean, apparently, I guess they're concerned about it. There's going to be less report. people, but more specifically, there's going to be less Japanese people. Like, well, oh, we don't this. we don't say Japanese. We say those people. Those that's, people. That's the term that we use <laughs> on the podcast. So yeah, there'll be less of those people. I don't know I what's wrong. Who, who knows if it's pro or con? But they, I mean, we so gotta find some Americans that want to go fuck some Japanese janitors. I guess. Yeah. So wait, there's you're telling sure me there's going to be a lot less weird animated porn in the world. Uh, Isn't that frustrating when you're just trying to have a nice relaxing evening and then all of a sudden like those little thumbnails pop up and they start moving right away even before you click on them. (laughs) I'm telling you. Like an alien. Like you just might as well blow out the candles and unlock the door. I think think the blame can be clearly placed on the Japanese culture that enables this by having vending machines full of teenage girls panties and things called cuddle cafes where men can go have hugging sessions for 20 minutes at a time with women. 
non-sexual, of course. Yeah. Of course. Run their fingers through their hair for three minutes at a time for like $20. Yeah, that's what we were all thinking, Ian. So, <laughs> you <laughs> you got to that. Yeah, that's what we were all. I was like, yeah, that's probably what's going on. And Ian always gets super specific about the reasons of sexual perversion. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, you have it that good, good. good point. You, just, you don't need to have sex, man. You, you have your anime porn, all your crazy vending machines full of underwear. You're good. You don't need a fucking real life. You have to admit, though, that Cuddle Cafe would be a killer cover for a brothel. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> of like, course he's hugging her and touching her. We should have named our podcast Cuddle Cafe. <laughs> we still can. This could be I guess so, right? yeah. Is that yeah, just because of all the group saying. hugging we do before the show? Well, and Doran. <laughs> so is the thing that they don't want virgins or they aren't producing children? Because that's two different things. You're going to have all the sex in the yeah. world and not have children. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like a bully like started a, a news story and he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, virgin. Yeah. Just to make fun of them. Yeah, yeah. And you're a janitor. I think they, they fear rejection over there too because it's not just that they're not fucking, they're not even going to bat. There's a term mm. called haikikomori, which means extreme introverted, like one of those shut-in dudes that just never leaves the house. Won't even like look up. Extreme hermits. Yeah. Yeah, so they have these people over there that are literally in their house 24-7. They're just scared of society in general. whole generation of Ted Kaczynski's. I'm telling you. But notice, I mean, I don't know at least, but I rarely hear about mass shootings in Japan. And by rarely, I mean never. They don't leave. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, well, I guess <laughs> so. Yeah, so. They're just, they just never leave the house. That's what we should do with ours. Well, maybe, keep yeah, them inside. Yeah, keep the keep incels locked up yeah. in their house. When they come here, we're like forcing them out. It's like, you got to go outside. You got to go outside. Yeah, it's that's true. Yeah. Yeah, you got to go outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not living and, life if you don't go outside. And then yeah. they meet the people and they're like, I, I want to shoot them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Now, I think that's what the quote is going to be for this episode. Like it's going to be Ramon you. saying, you know, people, I want to shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> and so wait, glad that we got that people. out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know those people. We'll you don't shoot those people. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I think we got what we needed, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One half of the comedic power couple. The power Ramon couple. Perez goes <laughs> you set me up. You set me up. So moving us right along to our next segment. Indecorous life hacks. We scrape the bells of the internet to find the most amazing life hacks for those brave enough to dare to set your moral compasses south and join us for this special edition of Unethical Life Hacks. Alright, and we will have Bobby Leadens off here. If you sit on your hand for 15 minutes before you take a test, it feels like someone else is destroying your future. Oh, this is the stranger again. It's like, yeah. it's like the stranger, but instead of fucking yourself it's in the, the present, academic stranger. you're Academ- fucking yourself in the future. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. I guess Japan, though, not producing as many children is going to be destroying all these kids' futures. They're not going to have anybody to cheat off of. Oh, okay. there you go. Uh, but you know those people. Bobby only sees the bright side. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, that's all you table. need to say, Carlos. That's Ra- all you need yeah. to say. Ra- Ramon knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to get revenge on a past girlfriend slash boyfriend, start by smoking crack. (laughs) Now you can tell people that they used to have sex with a crackhead. You could, but yeah, I guess you could. Uh, The timeline's not going to work, though. They they were not. So once a crackhead, always a crackhead sort of thing. I think it works because you used to have sex with someone who is now a crackhead. Yeah, yeah. They used to have sex with a crack, but I... Well, you just say, I think you're just like... Yeah, oh yeah. Bobby, he used to have sex with a crackhead. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. all you say. You don't yeah, have to be like, to it that. was me and I wasn't and then, on oh, crack. Yeah. But I still so, have sex uh, with crackheads. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
Still, it's got to be like, oh, Bobby used to have sex with a crackhead. I'm out. What if? Uh, no <laughs> questions. I'm taking no questions. Right, yeah. No, no tenses of any what if, kind. What if your past boyfriend or girlfriend was a crackhead? Then it's like, yeah. What do it, you mean? Well, Maybe you, that's why you broke up with them. Yeah. So now, it's like, oh, so you used to have sex with a crackhead. Well, you're a crackhead, so it's not. Then, no. then you start smoking crack, and they're just the one that got away. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because you sent them away. You know, maybe we need man. to introduce some crack over in Japan. That usually gets people up and, oh, yeah. up and going. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's or doing things for it anyways. Oh, they're yeah. motivated yeah. enough as it is. Yeah, we don't need to be any better at math than they already are. <laughs> math or myth? Both. <laughs> Give yourself a dark and mysterious past by saying you learned random and preferably easy things the hard way. For example, did you know tindies are made of chicken? I learned that the hard way. <laughs> the what are made of chicken? Yeah, what? Tendies. Oh, that's the nuts. All right, yeah. Kaylee, what are tendies? You're our millennial explainer. In this instance, it's a grown man referring to chicken tenders as tendies. At that point, I would stop listening to anything you said afterward. Like, yeah. <laughs> right here, tendies, I get excited. Yeah, I pop a tendy is what yeah, I say. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I never heard that term before. Although tendies. Wendy's tendies does have a nice ring to it. Yeah, Wendy's, Wendy's tendies. tendies. That's a different, there are certain menu items that I Wendy's tendies. could not order yeah, Wendy's tendies. just because they sound so ridiculous. Yeah, Wendy's tendies. Like that Jack in the Box, they have one that's called yeah, Wendy's tendies. Like the Big Buck Burger or something. Yeah, Wendy's tendies. Like I would never say. Th- yeah, Wendy's tendies. I'll I will describe every element. Yeah, Wendy's tendies of the burger. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, I'd like the burger with like the cowboy sauce and the whatever, whatever. But I won't say I want the Big Buck Burger. So I'm never gonna order chicken tendies. Like yeah, Wendy's tendies. Yeah, I'm not going up to the drive-through and go. Yes, can I please have one son of Baconator? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of these th- life hacks. actual sandwich. <laughs> sort of takes people's imagination into wild places whenever you say, I learned that the hard way. I think, what what kind of mysterious accident was he involved in that led him to understand the nature of chicken tendies being from chicken? Yeah, Wendy's tendies. No, I, no, I get it. Right, right, that's like I tried to masturbate with sandpaper and found out that that was a bad idea. The hard way. The hard way. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah like yeah. literally yeah. the hard way. Yeah, exactly. I found out about erectile dysfunction the hard way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wendy's tendies. But it, I wish I could give credit to whoever it was, but it was a common joke that stand-ups apparently have been doing is about how you go to Starbucks and it's all like venti and grande and whatever the other, tall. What is all this with the names? And uh, then I saw somebody else point out, I was like, I go to Starbucks all the time. I tell them a large coffee. Not once have they been like, what does that Whoa, mean? What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> that is very topical right now. They're also starting to talk about like food on an airplane. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep your ears peeled there. Yeah, I know. And so it's like a question posed to the crowd. Did you? I actually, I was just on about this today. Did you guys know that coronavirus, there's a beer. Also oh called Corona. They named a beer after the virus? No, it was around oh. before the virus. Do you get the Tell virus from the beer? No, but I mean, hey, one's a virus, one's a beer. Uh, be, there's something you're getting, there. You're drinking enough beer, you're getting some virus. Maybe the beer so. is the cure with the alcohol. I also heard, hey, coronavirus, get it with Lyme disease. Oh, <laughs> thing. That would yeah. be the best, spicy. Yeah. best way to have it, yeah. yeah. Did yeah, that's you great. say that they limes have, like, are spicy? <laughs> Ian is so white that limes are spicy to him. I'm super white. <laughs> okay. Is that what you just... Oh, my God. Oh my it's God. Like, Make our beer spicy with lime. <laughs> but wouldn't it be great if Corona just decided to own that shit from a PR perspective and they try to make it like their new ad campaign? Is this people dying? Yeah. yeah. I picture like an aerial shot of Jonestown. It's people just laid out hundreds maybe uh, thousands and yeah. then they zoom in and they're all holding Corona. that would be oh, it's like yeah. Corona. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. 
You know what's great? Your own latitude like, or whatever it is. We record way in advance, so like this is not going to air for another six months. <laughs> yeah. But it'd be hilarious if one of us died of coronavirus <laughs> it'd be funny, it'd be funny. before this actually Please aired. take a picture of me uh, holding a bottle of so coronavirus. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be, yeah. That's what they should do. All these people dying of coronavirus, somebody just put an empty bottle of corona right next to their dying body. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or like, you're like, oh, your grandmother died of coronavirus, and then you cremate her, and then you put her ashes in a coronavirus, oh, nice. or a coronita. <laughs> <laughs> that means small corona for everybody else that <laughs> Ramon knows, but for the white devils in the audience. <laughs> Wendy's Wendy All right, we'll have Kaylee take his own list next week. Here. All right. If you're being catcalled or harassed by someone, say you're a Mormon missionary and try to convert them to Mormonism. That would only go so far. Like, they would start hitting on me, and I I always shut the Mormons down so I don't have anything to lead off of. They're like, oh, do you like my really long skirt and bicycle? <laughs> Did you say missionary? You could even take it a step further and say you're a Mormon missionary and then try to convert them be a Jehovah's Witness. Oh. So Carlos, what's, what's your defense when you're getting catcalled by hot ladies? Fuck them, dude. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, hey, after I fuck you, you will never catcall me again. <laughs> you will realize the mistake of catcalling men. I'm going to teach you this lesson the hard way. <laughs> my move, my signature move is whenever the ladies are catcalling me, I just start impulsively crying. You know, <laughs> I, I think displaying a little bit of vulnerability. I just yell out, I'm a herbivore and run I, inside. I displaying a little bit of vulnerability ultimately asserts my dominance. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just that you don't know what catcalling, you think catcalling is just any woman talking to you. <laughs> And you just start crying automatically. <laughs> lady cat called me at the bank about my... <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, next. Next. I keep getting, getting all these robo cat calls. <laughs> if you're walking somewhere alone at night, sing a really creepy song out loud to assert your dominance by making people think you're some kind of psycho. You know what? I've never... Yeah, I haven't done this because my voice is just too great. <laughs> There's no way I can make it bad enough that it would sound like a psycho. <laughs> but what I used to do when I lived in South America, when I lived in Colombia, when I would go out, I would try to look as much like a mugger as I could. So like if there was another mugger, they'd be like, oh, that's just another mugger. So I'm not going to mug another mugger. Yeah, you like would that would be my the sign. I'd be like, I wouldn't wear the mugger thing, but I'd be like, walk my mugger walk. You know what I'm saying? Flex. Be like, you know, kind of puff yourself up a little bit. See, I might start mugging muggers exclusively. I mean, They've they got all got, the shit. If you do it, you don't want to catch them at the beginning of their shift, but yeah, like late at night. Yeah. Like, yeah, they've got everybody's shit right now. I'm going to mug them. Omar or yeah, Muggers. Yeah, I was just about yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We do a lot of wire references yeah, in this podcast. I know that was my strategy at work. I never got, I don't know if it was that or just because I have such an imposing physique, but something, <laughs> I never got mugged. Did you just maybe live in a really safe part of town? <laughs> I would walk all over our enclosed apartment complex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was the... <laughs> I was the most intimidating guy in that gated community. I, I never, <laughs> the never, yeah, nobody ever bothered me in the gated community. <laughs> so, Psycho Song, what do you guys got? Bill Collins, in the air tonight. That's, Ooh, that's my go-to. Psycho Song. Baby Shark. Baby Shark. <laughs> yeah, oh, that would be, that <laughs> is, yeah, I think you win with that one. Yeah, I think you win with that one. No one's fucking with Baby Shark. I don't think you can. I mean, there is literally the a song called Psycho Killer that you could sing that by the talking heads. My go-to is R.E.M.'s Everybody Hurts. <laughs> oh, uh, then you probably just like walk around like, this guy needs a hug. Yeah. And you find yourself <laughs> in a cafe. sad to mug. <laughs> so if you see like a person looks like they're going to possibly rob you and you start singing R.E.M.'s Everybody Hurts, probably 50-50 chance of getting mugged or hugged and consoled. 
Yeah. yeah. I like those odds. I like the odds. What if there was a lady walking down the street and she saw Ian and she thought that he was going to mug her and then she started singing Everybody Hurts and then he starts crying. Oh, mm-hmm. man. And it's like more because of the song. It I just, would go up and fucking mug every one of them. Man. They're all vulnerable at that <laughs> point. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Kaylee swoops in. Kaylee, shark, do, 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 do. Oh, man, I don't know. If you're song. singing that around, man, you might not get mugged, but you might get shot. <laughs> somebody's that's gonna, fair. Yeah, someone has to put me out of Somebody's going to punch you in the face eventually. I still like my look like a mugger thing. But Carl's it, supposed to go to Alpha Mill. I well, want to go to Soy Boy. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You want to go to Herbivore? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know how you're not supposed to pick up hitchhikers because they might try to murder you, but you're also not supposed to hitchhike because somebody might try to murder you. Yeah, yeah. So I think that, that would be hilarious though if like two murderers <laughs> like a murderer that picks up a hitchhiker and the hitchhiker was trying to murder the guy and they oh, both yeah. pull out their knives at the same it's time like kinks. Ah, <laughs> you were gonna murder me what? And then they, humans uh, are so murdery yeah, okay, what's up? nice to meet you it's like two tops at a gay club that's true you know stabby stab i think all strangers should just walk around with guns pointed in front of them and just kind of like at each other yeah, just yeah. the whole time and yeah like a yeah. scene from a Quentin Tarantino I think we should do the podcast like that just fucking <laughs> pointing guns at each other this right. is serious yeah safety's off today we are doing the dark history of Nestle here are a few fun stats to get us started here headquartered in Switzerland Nestle is the largest food company in the world they have over 8,000 brands 500 factories across 200 countries and employ around 300,000 people. So this is the true food company conglomerate. Like most evil conglomerates, Nestle was formed mid-1800s and started out as a humble farm-based milk company. Also like most evil <laughs> companies. <laughs> most conglomerates started as a milk company. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Sorry. Out, Sorry. Actually, let's, let's be war profiteers instead. Yeah. Dairy farmers Microsoft evil, right? It all starts out at the farm. That's company. how Microsoft got started. Yeah, right? Bill Gates is... Mm-hmm. Like, what am I going to do with this milk? It's an easy shift from heats <laughs> to weapons. Yeah. Also, like most evil companies, they grew out of mergers and acquisitions from smaller, weaker businesses they could exploit. They busted up unions and worker rights groups in Colombia and the Philippines by strategically killing several workers to set an example. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They promised the workers that investors would benefit from the lower costs. So everyone rejoiced and gladly worked 12-hour shifts with no breaks for much lower pay. I was going to say this because we give Ian a lot of shit for misspelling shit. He spelled Colombia correctly. Uh. Yeah. Because <laughs> that is one of my pet peeves. People spell Colombia with a U. Yeah. And it's with an O. So Ian, you know what? Nailed it. Wait, somebody spell check <laughs> Philippines, though. Is that right? <laughs> I don't. Listen, hey, we, don't don't, give a fuck about we don't care about those, those people. people. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, do you have any commentary on the Philippines there, <laughs> <laughs> Ramon? No, they're all right. I don't mind them so much. I don't want to kill them. Is it, uh, <laughs> shoot them. Is that what I said? Shoot them? Wouldn't it be fun if corporations just told the truth <laughs> and told all their minimum wage workers that the reason they're being worked to death is to make investors happy? Like yeah. That would just be like the ultimate motivation. We right? wouldn't they have should a just play the scene that. from Wall Street where Michael Douglas yes, says, yes, yes. yeah, what is the answer to 99 out of 100 questions? <laughs> and every time they ask a question, it's like, what's the answer to 99 out of 100 questions? Money. That's it. But I don't want to spoil anything, but huh? isn't Nestle the company that is like saying that rainwater is um, not? Oh, we're getting there. We're okay, getting there. Okay. Right. Sorry, Sorry, there. We're getting there. Good, good. So, <laughs> uh, that's me. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, Nestle <laughs> is 
the company that is saying like rainwater. <laughs> <laughs> I see, heard that see, somewhere see. on a podcast. Uh, wait wait a second. What? <laughs> oh, <my>. oh, snap. <laughs> well, Shut that's just evil. Mouth. I'm just, you know what? I'm just going to skip the, they're saying like rainwater. So let me just tell you something else about Nestle. <laughs> it's the largest producer of bottled water in the world. And their CEO has famously said that water isn't a human right and that it is an extreme solution to say that every human being should have a right to water. There was a lot of public backlash, so Nestle publicly admitted that water was a right up until 2000 when they cleverly changed it from a right to a need in all their marketing. But in the last 10 years, they removed this marketing campaign altogether, revealing their firm belief that water is, in fact, just a privilege. Slippery slope from a right to a need to a privilege. Corporations are people, my friend. What is yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, they are, actually, that's true, according to the law. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what's that's terrifying about it. <laughs> yeah, this is making me so but, secure in my fact that I fucking hate crunch bars. Right. Like, I've never had chocolate and thought, like, this could use some pasta. Oh. <laughs> and now reading this and like, yeah fuck these guys, fuck these guys. and their crunch bar there's a there's a country like in south america where they claimed the rights to the rainwater and that's what it was where like you right? were not allowed to collect rain. it was against the law to collect, to collect rainwater. rainwater because it was like nestle's or something I've i'd say finders of, keepers yeah. <laughs> i've heard of laws like that before but i never really understood them where it was like illegal to collect rainwater oh, there, there's like Certain things with deeds and stuff where you you don't have like mineral rights, so somebody else could own the oil or whatever that's under your Seepage. house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. But the claim that you own the water, that's a bold move. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, why is this an issue though? Like, okay, say if Nestle said did say it's like, nah, it's a privilege. Well, who cares? You like, can still like, get like, water, like, though. So you're saying, like, oh, where's the evil in that? Car? Right, right, right. I mean, it's still it's a cunty thing to say, but I mean, how does it really affect people? It's because when they go into a country and they claim control over the water, and they're like, oh, we should be able to have the water that is here. In okay, the, so in it shouldn't land. be privatized. And then they're like, no, it's our water. Oh. You can't just have it. You got to pay us for it. I mean, it. this is really going to all seem like petty bickering in five years when we come to the water wars. Oh, well, we're going to be. <laughs> I know, the, what, yeah. what, what's going to stop them? And be like, just drink your own tears. You're crying so much. Yeah. It <laughs> you're being wasteful. That's, Boil it down. That's going to be our source. And drink of, your own tears. Get rid like, of the hey, salt. Somebody get a woman to talk to Ian. We're thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> thirst trap. Hashtag thirst trap. Yeah. So, so do you question, Carlos? I'll have Kaylee take us on this next one here. <laughs> Nestle famously goes to places like California, South America, and Africa that famously have droughts and serious water shortages and set up water bottling plants. Uh, famous water Shitty. <laughs> this only makes the water shortages worse, but it does create a great business opportunity. Having the water bottles produced in an area where water shortages makes it logistically cheaper to ship the water to these areas where consumers are forced to buy it because groundwater is scarce. So that's to Carlos's question. That's why it's a great business plan, actually. That's but you can't have anybody working in your factories if they're all crawling on the ground dehydrated. You just sell you, them a $3 bottle of water and it fixes them right up. Uh, you know? No, you don't have to give them health insurance because you just offer them some water. I mean, that the, is their health insurance. The great thing about Benefits America is we, cre we create machines that just allow the water to pour into the bottle and the machine twists the top on and you're done. You don't even need a person. Soon there'll be like people yeah, so canvassing like, for machines. No, nobody rights. works in the factory except for like Nestle execs. There you go. And yeah. There they go. All the bottles. All right. That'll be $20 <laughs> for that box. Yep. Still a factory and <laughs> my <work here> is done. <laughs> If everyone bitches about socialism and taxes, how about 50% of your income is just going to buying bottles of water? That's insane. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's the real shit that would suck. This next one, uh, Nestle, like other evil companies, has production facilities in nations with lax labor laws, like Colombia, North Korea, and China, 
but Thailand is where they really get their bang for their buck. Poor economic immigrant workers from Myanmar and Cambodia are charged an illegal fee to work in Thailand. So we think that we have it bad over here. Nestle enjoys exploiting these workers the most. They can often work them for 12 hours a day, seven days a week for life. If one of the workers dies on the job, they often just throw away the body or put them in the ocean. The lack of labor laws and regulations has been very cost effective and investors have enjoyed solid dividends from this. It's a little known fact that in Thailand, the people that immigrate from some of the more poor countries over there, they have to pay a fee for being an immigrant and it's called an illegal person fee. And then they go into debt for like 20 years and they have a, this servitude where they have to kind of work these terrible jobs, minimum wage, 12 hours a day, pay off this illegal fee. They get levied on them. So is that why Crunch Bars taste so sweet? It yeah. is. It, it is. Exactly. Is that due to so. your self-esteem to be like, yes, I'd like to pay my illegal person fee? Yeah, Because right? <laughs> it's illegal for me to be alive. Yeah, yeah. sorry, also, guys. Also, you had to move to Thailand. <laughs> yeah. To make money. Like, to the big life. city, yeah. And then, like, Nestle moves there to get more bang for their buck. Everybody gets more bang for their buck in oh, Thailand. In Thailand, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. Isn't good. that where all the lady um, boys? Yes, Kaylee, that's where the lady boys are at. <laughs> Ian is way ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, don't, don't get him started. Soy, they're like yeah. extra soy boys. Yeah. <laughs> is that where we got a lot of listeners, Thailand? Or we, what? Do, we do. This we podcast will. has a lot of listeners in Thailand. Yeah, sorry if you're paying an illegal fee to listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not like, an illegal person to us. You're not. I mean, you would be here, but that's yeah, you our would. president's probably fault. Be, it's not us. Like, We're geez, you make one child pornography joke and you're... <laughs> Thailand listenership. Chris. We love you, Thailand. I really we like those people, laws. actually. <laughs> Ramon, take us on this next one here. Nestle came up with a genius marketing plan to sell their baby formulas in third world countries. Oh, this is the best. Employees dressed up like nurses and doctors and went door to door to tell women that their formula was much better than breast milk. They gave out free samples of infant formula in just enough quantities that women using their formula would stop lactating. So the poor unsuspecting mothers would be forced to buy Nestle's expensive infant formula just to keep their baby from dying of starvation. Wait, so giving out free samples makes you not lactate? Well, it you produce it if the baby is eating from it, but if That's you take a break, uh, it'll dry up titty. Yeah, it'll That's dry so up. fucked up though because you have to instant formula. What do you need? Water. water. Exactly. You have to mix it with so water. Double dip. Double just so dip. happens we've got the oh, we've got bottled we water. We've got formula. That. I can't believe yeah. the baby's still alive before we got here. You got some dry what were they doing? Some baby formula. Yeah, that's nuts. Do they have like classic Nestle flavors? Like this is our Toll House formula. This is our Crunch Bar formula. <laughs> but this is the best business plan I've ever seen. They're taking ladies that are lactating and making happy babies, and they're just giving them the exact quantity they need, so that you know whatever it is, one week, one month. The babies take that, and then the breast just stops making the breast milk, so now they're dependent on the infant formula. Is Nestle formula just like vanilla quick? Yeah, it's just basically <laughs> vanilla. Vanilla quick, okay. I guess none of these execs are that worried about their water supply because they're all demon spawn from well, hell. I mean, so. when you think about it, YOLO, right? You only no, live no, once, no. and if you can make as much you money as possible. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. So you can make as much money as possible before you Who die. Are, so I'm you not can... riding home with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you, know, you need to have like 12 houses and live on the beach, and I don't know, you billions of dollars. Who cares about people? And how's that right? job description looking for the people that get to play fake nurses and doctors? Like you get to go door to door, bamboozling, swollen belly suckers, Trying to get them to fucking buy and your product. That's, was oh, that that's the, crazy. Was that too, the post on Indeed? Is that yeah, what right? it said? <laughs> I've, I've been a doctor on Craigslist for years. Get your it? doctor, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> With an eye? <laughs> Did you visit my storage shed? Slash <laughs> office? I didn't realize that. Maybe that sounds dumb. I am. I didn't realize. So that's the only reason that you stopped making breast milk is because 
Your breasts are just like, oh, yeah. all right, well, you don't want to fuck I'm you. I'm pretty sure you should. <laughs> that not is true, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that off. any woman could start lactating again just from Kinky somebody shit in the sucking on, like, yeah. constantly oh. every day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that, actually, that explains a lot, actually. Yeah, that's yeah, why your lady so. friends always lactate, Carlos. And that's why that physique. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Thank it's, you. It's all the, all right. the, everything the body needs. That's what I was leading to. It's like a weird quasi-form of vampirism, kind of. No, it's exactly what that is. It's exactly vampirism. <clears throat> okay. We're trying to normalize vampirism every time we <laughs> on the podcast. It's fine. She's fine. She <laughs> loves it. She loves it. Yeah, she's pale. Does she's it, pale does it actually, I'm not done with the breast milk thing. <laughs> yeah. Does it actually, so if as long as the baby never stops, the woman will keep lactating that forever? That is correct. I oh, actually yeah. saw a report of a, a lady in England who had like a 13 and 14 year old daughter, like both of them, uh-huh. and they were both still breastfeeding. Oh wow. They yeah. both had breasts and they were breastfeeding. Yes, exactly. Wow. Did yeah. they like, it was like nuts. a circle? Yeah, that's, like just to run their webcam empire. <laughs> right? <laughs> so as long as you never stop, you can keep going forever. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And you probably should because it is the greatest food of all time. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Even just so you could sell it formulated. to people. Yeah, you can uh-huh. turn women into dairy cows, Carlos. Yeah. This is an amazing We're thing. like, it's gross. It's a woman's breast milk. I'd rather get it from this cow. Yeah. <laughs> but let, me, let me stick my face between her legs, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Nestle is famous for using child labor in its cocoa supply chain. Many large evil corporations use child labor, but what makes Nestle's story especially evil is that in the Ivory Coast of West Africa, most of the children aren't just born to shitty parents that force them to work. Instead, kids are stolen at a young age and sold into the slave trade industry. That sounds very corporate, the slave trade industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Make professional sound. The full good. industry, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like when I hear the term porn industry, like there's a factory. Yeah. <laughs> Textiles. It's yeah, a yeah. sticky yeah, ass where factory. Where did you get her? She's like, oh, yeah, she just made her on the line. Many of the children are beaten with whips. As legend has it, children's tears make the chocolate extra bitter. Who do you think has more whips, the porn industry or the slave trade industry? Or Nestle. Nestle. That's what I'm talking about. I would say Nestle. Well, they do own 8,000 companies, so it's probably one of them, I'm sure, is porn. Well, Nestle owns Pornhub, so... Well, there you go. Seen plenty of Snickers bars and pornography. I watch weird shit, guys. So when that when that when that gifted lady is like shooting that water out of that's got to be like twenty bucks right there. Oh yeah, oh, Nestle. Nestle oh, is go. there to collect it actually. There you go. They're at the porn shoot when it's like all wet everywhere. They're just like sopping it up. The squirting porn is a like, property of Nestle, is what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. They're like, look, check this out. You can either buy this formula or we're gonna charge you to suck your mom's titty. <laughs> And you have to watch. <laughs> is Stepmom a caveat there that they could get around that one? I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? I'm completely <laughs> lost right now. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. All right. I'll let you jump back in and t- take this. The term, quote unquote, greenwashing was invented in part due to Nestle gaslighting the public with fake green slash eco friendly propaganda. As an example, one of Nestle's advertising campaigns stated, quote, most water bottles avoid landfill sites and are recycled. Bottled water is the most environmentally responsible consumer product in the world. Just don't go out to the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Don't go that yeah. way. Don't go <laughs> don't, there. Yeah. Don't, don't tell this lie to the fish. You mean yeah. like like off the coast of Thailand, perhaps? <laughs> yeah. Is that yeah. why some places they literally are like building houses out of plastic bottles? Yeah. Cheap. So greenwashing is not detoxing your system for marijuana. Good to know. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. AKA. It's AKA. It's corporate gaslighting. I, propaganda. I think we should just get like a shrimp boat and then just start grabbing up. We can get some shrimp and have a shrimp business. But then all the plastic we pick up, we can also have oh, a plastic cool. business. We can have like shrimp soup, yeah. shrimp salad, exactly, yeah. shrimp gumbo. 
shrimp plastics. I'm sure you could, you could probably start a restaurant and convince hipsters to come out if that's your gimmick that you use oh plastic my bottles. Eat that shit up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter what. It's it all is. recycled. The chair you're sitting on is recycled. It's so all everything. So everything. And made every of entree bottles. comes with a complimentary jar of mustache wax. And this, oh, yeah. there you go. Then you go to the back. I like I have a like a pile of plastic bottles, and I put it on the griddle and let it melt, and that's now your plate. Yeah, yeah, I don't even clean it. I just take the shit to Portland. This is like exactly, a yeah. fucking business. I try to recycle. I, like, I do try to recycle as much as I can, but it does piss me off sometimes. I can't figure out what is re- like. If you have like a can of I don't know tuna or something, like oh yeah, the, the actual can you can recycle that, but not the lid. Oh, yeah. Is that true? Uh, or the tuna? Was, Why like, can't you recycle yeah, the tuna? Yeah, it's such bullshit. Yeah. My gently used tampon business has not gotten <laughs> off the ground either, and so I get it. I suppose is Have what I'm saying. Have you tried Pornhub? <laughs> so where can I find a responsible source of mercury? Yeah, Check exactly. out Kaylee's Etsy. Thailand. <laughs> yeah, we're making art with them, rings, whatever. <laughs> so Nestle was at the top of a 2012 chocolate price-fixing scandal. Allegedly, former Nestle CEO Robert Leonidas. Uh, Leonidas. 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 Like, yeah. So is he like, this is Nestle. Yeah. And then that kicks kids yeah. into like a Thailand hole. Yep. Sounds like it, man. That's awesome. <laughs> So this dude colluded with his competitors, Hershey, Mars, and Cadbury, who illegally suppressed the pricing of the entire chocolate supply chain. Quid pro quo? The idea was that if they all only quoted the same low prices to buy the raw chocolate, they could artificially lower the market prices and all profit at the expense of the already impoverished third world countries that supplied the chocolate. This is kind of like one of those situations where you got the South American chocolate producers and they go... I got to sell this shit. So who's going to give me what for it? And then Cadbury's like 15 cents. And then Mars is like 15 cents. And Hershey's like 15 cents. They're like, like you've fuck, always that's paid, all I can get is 15 cents. You've I mean, always paid us 30. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're like, nobody's eating chocolate anymore. Yeah. yeah. Business is but, going <laughs> down, bro. Uh, we'll buy all of it, but nobody's eating it. So and, we'll, we'll just sit on it, I guess. But just keep giving us more. So the people that were working 12 hours a day, just breaking their backs, they're getting fucked even harder. So these... Fuckers can make more money. Yeah, but libertarians promised us that this would never happen. <laughs> <laughs> they, they said job killing regulations. <laughs> it's, it's all going to trickle down. Don't worry. We all know that rich people do the altruistic thing and give true. all their money back. Yeah, true. True. Wait, what are we even worried about? I feel bad for these poor Nestle execs. I know. <laughs> and here we are criticizing. They're probably oh having a bad Lord. day. I mean, when this on. turn into a communist podcast, is what I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, you're going to be saying people deserve health care. <laughs> Or water. (laughs) Water. (laughs) (laughs) Call this the socialist comedy hour. Why don't you? (laughs) Welcome to the cuck podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Kaylee can take us on this next one here. In 2008, Nestle had the famous Chinese milk scandal on their hands. Nestle products were contaminated with melamine. Isn't that an indie band Chinese milk scandal? <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite, yeah. Neutral Chinese milk scandal. <laughs> melamine is a substance sometimes illegally added to food products to increase their apparent protein content. This causes kidney problems in humans, and as a result, Nestle took down 860 people with this scandal. <laughs> but China, being China, handled the situation for Nestle swiftly. There are five workers that accidentally caused this incident. Two of them were executed. The others received life prison sentences. So they killed 860 people. Took down. <laughs> they took them down. Apparently we're legally obligated to always use the term took down. 
I love this podcast is brought to you by Took Down. That's this is a thing that it's a record. That's that should be our fucking shirt that we sell as merch. Is Took Down? That's the terminology. I don't know. Maybe that is it for legal reasons that we keep using this terminology. Sick takedown, Nestle. Memorial shirts. taken down too soon. Also, it says this causes kidney problems in humans. That to me sounds like it did some other fucked up shit to like animals that they don't want to talk about. Regular animals, it just kills them. Yeah. <laughs> this one, they took it down. The humans. Yeah, yeah, they tortured yeah, humans. They, once they were down problems. there, they might have died of something completely unrelated. <laughs> I thought melamine <laughs> but it took was, them down. Like, isn't melamine the shit they make like plastic it like, is. plates and bowls? It and is. Stuff out of? I thought melamine <laughs> was what made black people black, though. Well, that's that melanin, not, not yeah. melamine. Oh. This is melamine. Melanoma. melanin is what, what makes you, you light beige. Skin cancer. I thought that's what made you fall asleep. That's, that's melatonin. melatonin. <laughs> <laughs> Do you just confuse every word that starts with melo? I thought melatonin was what you made plastics with. <laughs> Can we do this for like 30 minutes yeah, where I just, just keep, keep asking the next one? No, 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 that's yeah. melamine. Uh, I can't even think of another mellow word. Oh, I was just going to reuse the same oh, one. That's okay. my Aunt Melanie, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Melanie... Isn't she the one that fucks the black guys? Right, yeah. <laughs> and then falls asleep? She crazy. Mellow yellow. That's mellow yellow. Mellow yellow, yeah. <laughs> but Nestle swept this whole nasty business under the rug. They got China in there and China took care of business. So, you know, 860 people, no harm, no foul, right? That's a rounding error. That's the Celestials for you. All right, I'll let Ramon close on this. Today, Nestle is universally hated by everyone. I'm just going to stop there. <laughs> yeah, today, after they listen to this podcast, <laughs> is what they're trying to say. Hey guys, if you're enjoying the podcast, please jump on iTunes, leave us a five-star review. That doesn't cost anything. Obviously, if you could support us on Patreon, that would be amazing. But if you can't do any of that stuff, just tell a friend and help us spread the indecorous word. All right, moving us right along here, our final topic of the week. Each week, we heroically watch hundreds of hours of porn just to find these gems. The noble task of sitting through countless hours of bukkake, cuckolding, and senseless midget gangbangs, just to bring you the best Pornhub comments of the week. The whole reason I came. We do it all for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Combined, we have five people putting in probably 300 hours a week just staring <laughs> at the porn, looking for these fucking amazing gym dandies. <laughs> and for our fans, we all know that you flick the bean or fat. So feel free to send I us some... I fat my beans. Is that okay? There you go. Fat the beans. It's confusing. So for our lot lizards and slags, feel free to send us some Pornhub comment. Help us out. Or porn, just porn. Or, or just porn, yeah, yeah. Fat the bean. That's our next catchphrase. Bobby can lead us off here. This comes to us from Memes of Production. Don't you hate when you're having sex with a girl and she says that Harambe was just a gorilla, so you choke the shit out of her as punishment, but she enjoys it and says that Harambe deserved it? You can't carry on having sex anymore because you're crying. Oh, yeah. I mean, basically, you could have saved this entire paragraph. And like, like if it was Ian, it could be like, don't you hate it when a girl talks to you? <laughs> I was just thinking. And you can't have sex anymore because yeah, you're crying. Because you're crying. Yeah, you could have. You can't ever have sex because you're crying. It's my game. It's my move. That's right. <laughs> I lube up her heart with my tears. For the exactly. uninitiated, Harambe was a marvelous gorilla and uh-huh. he died tragically. Well, he died because of some stupid kid, though. It was, it was some BS. It was some BS. Yeah. For sure. 
So they made a martyr out of Harambe, and the internet fell in love with this dude. And mm-hmm. then Dick's Out for Harambe, meme that came out, the dicks were out in full force. That was the way to show respect for yeah, Harambe. Yeah, exactly. Wait, was this just like anywhere, like Chuck E. Cheese, the post office? Yeah. Are you getting trouble? Like, no, no, my dick is out for Harambe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not because I'm right next to the whack-a-mole. Yeah. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. And is this also, is this going to set a precedent? Like, this can be for anything? It's like, my grandma died last week, so my dick's been well, out dick all out week. It's yeah. the Harambe Or can loophole. we do it also? Can us girls like... Well, just that's actually, that's a great point. Pull your metaphorical dick for... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My metaphorical dick is my vagina. There you go. <laughs> that's what Watch I got out of it. Why is it only males that care about Harambe? I mean, where's the female compassion for... We, I think we care. We just didn't know that we could. Yeah. You know? I didn't Bean know we were allowed. Yeah. Bean I've care. been hurting this whole time. Beans yeah. out for Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> This degenerate slut really got stuck under her oh. fucking bed. Are you serious? If you ask me, she's faking it and just waiting for discount Skrillex to come give her the proper reprimand she needs. Jesus fucking Christ, I swear. She even has the gall to admit it, saying, quote, if you want to fuck me, just get it over with. And this absolute simp still hesitates. He's over here nervously gasping like it's the middle school dance and someone vaguely female looked in his direction. Can't believe this filth. This sounds like it was written by Cock Ninja. He sounds so angry, but you know he's got the biggest throbbing boner. Yeah, he's writing it with just one hand and the other hand he's like, oh. He's so upset, but like. Two hours to type. He watched it like six times. It sounds like he got showed up at some point by a discount Skrillex dude, and now he's just trying to fucking project. What does a discount Skrillex look like? It's like when you, like if you get <laughs> Jesus. If, I don't you know, like a uh, family price, dollar. Legit Skrillex. Yeah. <laughs> if you get a Groupon for Skrillex. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you're reaching for something like in the back corner of the bed, and you get stuck under there, and then you're under there so long you get lonely, and then you... Start to think about Harambe, and then you just take your pants off out of respect, out of respect. Out of respect. As you should, as you should. And then and I'm already a in there. By who's also got his out dick out respect. for respect, for respect. Mm, Maybe you're yeah. just doing that for Harambe, and that guy should settle down. Hashtag power couple problems. <laughs> Depu is here. <laughs> Says seriously, after 20 minutes of getting to choke this gorgeous girl with his cock, two little poots of his cum is all he could manage. Pathetic. I registered an account just so I could leave this comment in hopes he sees it one day, fronting like some alpha male when Elizabeth is performing her heart out, and what do you give her? Two tiddly winks of cum. I've never felt so personally offended by porn before. You're a real asshole, <laughs> pal. Kaylee captured some passion in that one. I think she I'm, might be more, a... I'm really pissed off that he made me say the word tiddlywink. <laughs> that should be a unit of measurement, though. You say that Poots? shit all the time. <laughs> that's like my yeah. least favorite word. That's if I ever had a twins, that's what I would call them. Two little poots have come. <laughs> I, that, Come here, poots and tiddlywinks. That is the worst word. The, that's one of the worst words I've ever heard. I hate that word. Poots or tiddlywinks? <laughs> Tiddlywinks is not bad, but I mean, I would never use it in like a business proposal. <laughs> like, it's not like a serious word, but I hate uh, the word yeah. poot. If you're ri- if you're writing your dissertation, you don't want to <laughs> exactly describe the cum as tiddlywink. In some cultures, in my though. dissertation, I would describe the cum as something else. Well, yeah. I mean, well, for one thing, I don't think tiddlywinks is metric, right? I don't. Know, that might be like English system of measuring cum. This is such a roller coaster. So he's like all upset, then he ends it with pal, <laughs> buddy. 
Yeah. What's your game, friend? Yeah. <laughs> and do you think he's in love with Elizabeth? She's performing her heart out, and he can tell. She How does he know her name? He probably went to high school with her. Mm. Probably his wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it sounds like a disappointed father to me, if you want me to get right down <laughs> yeah, to it. That's right. See how hard she's working for you? I didn't raise her to just get two little tiddly winks of cum. <laughs> Gallons, <laughs> my friend. Get a real yeah. man in here. I didn't put this woman through college. Are there, just get are two there little straight men, are there straight men that want a huge load? Is that what you guys are looking for? I will say this, not so much on the finishing move, but if I ever see a guy go soft and a girl is doing some pretty hot stuff, oh, come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So going All right, because you're is inserting it. yourself, uh, pun, yeah, pun I mean, intended, whatever. You're inserting yourself into the situation, I guess. So is that why you're yeah. offended by the small you're fucking us up. Like, oh, Is that what know. bothers you're you? Like, I could do better than that guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is there a lot of porn, though, where dudes are going soft? Yeah. yeah can they not afford it? It's a subgenre. You got to find it. It's the same one where Ian's crying. Yeah, that's the Okay. <laughs> All right, I think that's a good hot spot. Kaylee, Ramon, you guys want to plug your social media things? If you like listening to this voice, you can hear it every Monday on WBT at 6.30 in the evening. I talk to baby boomers about what's going on with us millennials. They think I'm fucking crazy, so it's a lot of fun. We're putting pot and food, and we're buying houses together. It's wild. So that's, that's, that's where you can find me. I am on Facebook and Instagram, Ramona and Perez, and you see me on various stages every now and then. Carlos, you got any 2021 dates coming up? Yes, Madison Square Garden. (laughs) Got Madison Square Garden, and I'm going to be at the Budokan in Tokyo and Wembley, Wembley Stadium. I'm going to be in Wembley Stadium all through this decade. (laughs) Just admitting. 2020 (laughs) through 2029. He's got a residency there. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just still (laughs) remember. I'll be at Wembley Stadium. I mean, something taken down Wembley Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I'll be performing. Sometimes I'm just doing the landscape. And Madison Square Garden's like the next first of bowls. Well, it's just a garden that I'm calling Madison Square. <laughs> Bobby, you got anything you want to finish us off with? One of your amazing catchphrases. Wife her up. Wife her up. Those Japanese people. <laughs> I want to shoot them.